This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. The podcast on a Tuesday after the jet debacle last night at the Meadowlands, which is the way Al and I started the warm-up this morning, which comes up after this. Kind of a weird sequence. I actually think the warm-up should go first. Um, yes, people think it's weird that we do the post show, then the warm up yeah, on the no podcast. Sense. I'm with them. Uh, the the reason why I did it was uh, the podcast, the post game podcast, was established first. Well, that makes sense. And here we do a lot of penis stories and non sports <laughs> stories. So if people like that, right? I don't want to disappoint them. I f- I'm tagging I on the uh, warm up show as a bonus, really a courtesy, a courtesy. <laughs> Got it. Because right, this so, is more what people come to the podcast for. All right, fair point. So then with that, why don't we just move on and not talk sports? Okay. Which we were supposed to when we first started this thing. Kind right. Of go over the yeah, show. It's but funny. We do none of that. I don't listen to the post-game podcast. Uh, I just don't listen to it. But yesterday, somebody had told me they, they posted the wrong one, which, yeah. it, which it turns out they did not. They, they posted the proper one. But I went to listen to it to make sure it was, in fact, Monday's broadcast nice. or Monday's podcast. Right. And the very beginning of it, there's an announcer guy that goes, oh, the Boomer and Carton postgame podcast, Alan Jerry covering sports topics they didn't get to on the show. I was like, well, that's changed. Yeah, no, that's actually never happened. I need that guy to go, ooh, it's good covering penis and poop stories. Do we have the first one we ever did? Uh, I do somewhere, yeah, for do sure, you? yes. Uh, we should listen to the first one. I'm very curious I'm sure how that was, was terrible. Probably. Usually the first of anything is not good. Yes. And I would imagine this is the same. Now it's terrific. Have you ever gone back and listened to the first Boomer and Carton show? I, I think I did one time, the the opening. Very different than what it is now. Yes. So. Well, Craig's voice has changed over the years. Well, that is incredibly. very true. That is very true. No question. More than anybody else's. changed for the most part. Not the voices, but we've right. all changed in some ways. We Although you're pretty have. much the same. Uh, I've changed, Jerry. I've matured. I've grown as an adult. That sort of thing. Right. How old were you when you started this? I was uh, in, what year was that, 2007? 2007. So 2000, I was born in 69, 79, 89, 99, 2009 would have been 40. I was 38. You were 38. I was going to be turning 38. That's right, because your 40th was in 2009. I was with you guys for about eight months, and I was on a cruise for your birthday party. Right, and you didn't show up. I didn't. Unfortunately, so only Eddie start, came. That's interesting. So the first year was September of 2007, which was the start of the giant run. And that was the year I flew to Houston to see the Giants beat the Cowboys in the playoffs. In Houston? Well, I flew to Houston because I had to connect to Dallas. 
And then when I got there, the small little plane that I had to get on to go to Dallas that morning, which was like 9 a.m., I got like a 6 a.m. flight, uh, there was no way I was flying it. And so lucky for me, the plane was overbooked, and they said, is anybody interested in getting off for a $500 credit? I got up so fast, my head went through the ceiling. They gave me, they handed me the $500 credit. I went and rented a car and drove four hours to Dallas, all to watch the Cowboys lose, and then drove right after the game to Austin so I could get the flight home at 6 a.m. so I would be on the Mike and the Mad Dog show at 5 for updates. Wow. Yeah. That was a little adventure for you. It was, and they lost. I honestly thought they were right to the Super Bowl that year. I'm like, I'm doing this. That didn't go well. That did not go well. No, not at all. Hmm. Jerry, I have a, a story today of uh, something from Australia, which has gone viral. I saw this uh, video a number of times so yesterday. It's awesome. And it is awesome video. Uh, the video is a, uh, a man in Australia punching a kangaroo. On the surface, doesn't sound great. Doesn't sound great. I was like, what is going And it turns out the guy works for a zoo in Australia. So I thought, why would a zookeeper be punching a kangaroo? Well, they were, uh, a gentleman and his friend, uh, they were taping a uh, hunting expedition because one of their friends who has a terminal illness was not able to go on this hunting adventure. So they thought, well, we'll film this for him. So it's almost like he's along for the ride with us. Right. Well, they have a uh, trusty dog with them that goes on their trips. And this dog ran into a situation with a large kangaroo. And the kangaroo actually had the man's dog in a headlock (laughs) and was sort of like, like if you put me in a, like if I put you in a headlock, let's say, and then I was lifting my knee to your head while I had you in the headlock, beating you up that way. Yeah. That's what this kangaroo was doing to this dog. So uh, this zookeeper guy jumped out of the uh, hunting car that they were in and went up to the kangaroo and the kangaroo let go of the dog but stood on his two legs ready to fight this man. Yes. And the man got into a boxing stance and punched the kangaroo right in the face. Right in the face. Not a great shot, though, because he really only stunned the kangaroo. And I thought the guy made a a crucial error, but it did not come back to bite him in the ass. What was the error? He punches the kangaroo, and then the kangaroo sort of is stunned by it. But then the man turns his back on the kangaroo to walk back to his car. I thought that was a very dangerous move that the kangaroo could have attacked him while the man had his back to the kangaroo. Let's go back to how you started this. Yes. The man worked in a zoo. Right. What does he know? Kangaroos. Animals. Animals. He probably knows that a kangaroo is not going to charge you. I don't know if they would or they wouldn't. I would like to think he would know a little bit more than we do, though, watching the video. That said, that takes some stones. That kangaroo looked large Huge. a couple yes. hundred pounds it and looks he, like he smacked it right in the face with a fist that was pretty good i wonder if he broke his hand no in slow motion he didn't make full contact no, he didn't and okay. in fact the other guys on the hunting expedition with him uh were kind of busting his balls for having a a not very manly punch to the kangaroo hey listen i don't know how many people would actually do that right so screw off everybody good for him there's not he a lot protected of his dog yeah there's not a lot of animals that i think i could beat up if you know, they had my dog or came after me. Like, there's not a lot of animals. Again, but you know what? I don't think you know that until you are put in this situation. You don't know how you're going to react to something until it happens. I think you could sit here and say, well, you know, if I had a schnauzer and, you know, a whatever was going after it, I don't think I could do anything. Well, if you did and it happened, you might think differently. You might change your opinion. 
after you look back and see what you actually did. But both the kangaroo and the man really sized each other up like real boxers would. You know, like in the first round of boxing where it's a lot of like yes. ducking and weaving and just like feigning like you're going to go all in. No doubt. And the guy caught him with a nice right hook. The uh, It looks fake. It does look fake. It looks fake. But he did not knock the kangaroo down. Looks like an Adam Sandler movie. And then eventually the kangaroo just took off. It does look like an Adam Sandler movie. Well, his movie. purpose was gone, really. Yeah. You know, the dog got away, got punched in the face. See ya. Do you think in kangaroo language, he goes back to other kangaroos and goes, some dude just punched me right in the face. A man. Is that, do they sniff human. asses like that, like dogs? Is I don't that how think they, so. Uh, communicate that way? It was how do they talk? It was tall, too. I don't know. Yeah. I thought kangaroos would uh, like uh, do do flying kicks. That's what I thought their move was. Well, I thought because they hop, why not hop right. up and give you like a pro wrestling drop kick? Maybe they do. I honestly, this no, one I did not. That's what, if you watch all the cartoons, isn't that what they do? Yeah. So we're basically basing our opinion off cartoons. And back in the old days, Sad. I think uh, Woody Allen boxed a kangaroo once. Like that was a thing. Why boxing kangaroos? Okay. You'd put on boxing gloves. Would you do that for cash? I would not. No, I'd be afraid a kangaroo would kill you me. You would not get in the ring with a kangaroo for $100,000. Well, yes, I would for $100,000. Oh, okay. So you would for cash. Would the kangaroo have $10. its... $10. Would the kangaroo... <laughs> we both be wearing boxing gloves? Yes. Would he be allowed to kick me? I would say probably illegal, yeah. but it could happen. But he's going to get deducted points if he does that to you. <laughs> well, is someone going to keep his legs tied down so he doesn't kick me? Uh, or bite me? Will he have his How is he going to be removed? able to move around the ring? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. I don't think He'd so. He'd have to be trained to box and not just fight me. Yeah, I don't I know would that not. That's the okay. Case. I would box a kangaroo. I would not MMA fight a kangaroo. I think that's probably a smart thing. You wouldn't MMA uh, fight a human, let no, alone a kangaroo. Definitely not. Right. So. Very few animals I would that I feel like I could beat up if like they came at me. You could get a bunny. I could probably beat up a bunny. Right. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Definitely. They're not very violent. They're not violent. No, I'm saying I wouldn't attack a bunny for no unprovoked. I'm saying if a bunny took something of mine, like my mother, and I had a fight, like if this kangaroo had my mother in a headlock, I would fight him. I thought you just said you didn't think you could. For a uh, dog, uh, I think to protect my uh, 70-something-year-old mother. You've never had a dog, have you, as an adult single? I, I my own dog? No. Yeah. But yeah, I love dogs, dog. Though. I've had no, but I, I do love dogs. Right. So if that, my point is, if you had a dog now, and it was me, my dog, and I, right? You would. I don't think any question about it. You would protect that dog with your life. If it was in a headlock by a kangaroo, yes, I definitely. absolutely think that. Hundred percent, I think that. And Jerry, here's an updated story of which we've done many times. I feel like we've updated this story four times. Yes, you may. Uh, really, we we started following the story when it happened. Uh, the story of uh, Mohammed Abdul from Edinburgh, had his genitals torn off when he was hit by a car when he was a young boy. He was only six. He's now 44 years old, and Muhammad received the first bionic penis. And remember, when he was going to the date, he got into a car accident. Right. He was set up with a, a porn star right. to have sex for the first time ever at 44 with his bionic penis. Correct. And on his way to go meet her, he got into a car crash, had to reschedule did have sex with her. Well, it turns out that was the only time he's had sex. Really? Yes. But he says he gets requests from women all the time that reach out to him via email wanting to have sex with him. He claims he works 14-hour days and is too tired 
to have sex. He has over 50 messages from women desperate to try out his bionic penis. What kind of woman do you have to be to be contacting a man saying such a thing? Right. I mean, really? He says that they're excited that they think he could have sex for hours, to which he doesn't want to disappoint them, and he's very tired from his long days working. He has an 8-inch bionic penis, which is more than almost 3 inches longer than the average penis where he lives. So he is somewhat of an oddity there. What a waste of a good penis. The bionic one? Too tired. But he must not get any pleasure from it. It's a robot penis. So why am I doing all the work? Time out. I thought we had this conversation, and I thought that there is. Some feeling? Yes. I'm not sure. If there's not, then I'm with him. The hell with it. What's the point? Yeah, he has two tubes running along the length of his bionic penis. They inflate with fluid when he presses a button on his testicles. (laughs) If you had to put a button on your testicles... (laughs) Would you go front or back? I'd go back. Hide it. (laughs) Yes, you want to hide it. Hide it right in the back. But then if you sat down on it, you might turn on your bionic penis while you're sitting down. (laughs) That's probably not going to be good. Hey, good steak. Uh, What is that, sir? (laughs) That's the bionic penis. Yep, only had sex once with a Charlotte Rose. She was 35 years old, and she waived her usual $160 an hour fee. Well, I would say if there's no feeling to it, then... Uh, you know what? I'm with him. You do it at your own pace. What the hell's the difference? Right. That's really disappointing then. What's the point of having it? I mean, I know you want to have one, but. Well, because he doesn't want to have no penis. You know what I'm saying. But why make it eight inches? Saying they couldn't. If it, the average one is, I wouldn't want to be average. I think eight is, as you just said, above average. Right. So I'm saying, why, right. I'm saying, why did they give him the extra two inches? If you can buy a Mercedes instead of a. Insert the average car. Right. Why not go for the Why Mercedes? Not, right. If you're getting the procedure done anyway. You might as well go for guts and glory. It's like when women get breast implants. They don't go for B cups. If you're getting breast implants, go for the whole gusto, as they say. Right. That's what I would do. I guess you're right. Bionic penis guy. So maybe, who knows? He's 44 now. Who knows if he'll... He should at least go through these 50 emails and see... What you type, think, as you said, what type of woman is... You think they're sending photos to? Yes, for sure. Oh, you do? Yes. They need a leg up on their competition, especially now that they know 50 women are chasing you him You think down. legit photos? Yes. And not stock photos? I do think legit photos. Hmm. I think there are enough women that are like, I will give this a try. Because you got to think, uh, you're not going to get pregnant and you're not going to get a venereal disease. It's bionic. <laughs> you would think. And robotic. Point, uh, robots were in the news today. Uh, robots, I'm starting to get scared, man. It's starting to feel like the Jetsons. Front page of the paper today was that Amazon was going to open a, a, grocery, oh, a grocery store yeah. with no people, only robots, which hey, listen, I would love. Not for anything. You know, whether it's Target, Walmart, your supermarket now, you can go check out yourself. Right, but they're going to have robots stocking the shelves also. They have See, no yeah. no humans. Yeah, I would love to because, you know, the Acme supermarket that I go to, there's never anyone at the uh, seafood department. And if I could have a robot back there. You don't have to worry about germs. Right. And if he could give me my salmon bites, I would love I would love that. So the world is being taken over by robots, both in the supermarket and with bionic penises. 
Jerry, it is the uh, Christmas holiday season, and I don't know if you planned on getting a gift for the uh, man with the bionic penis. Uh, I was not planning I on do. it. I do. plan on getting him something. Really? Yes. I think a guy like that, when all the focus is on his bionic penis, uh, the only gift you could get a guy like that is underwear. <laughs> and may I suggest Mac Weldon? Well, if you're going to get him underwear, you might as yes. well get him the best. You get him the best. You get him the nice stretchy fabric since if he accidentally hits the button on his uh, testicles, his uh, eight inches will go up. And then uh, if you don't have enough room in your underwear, that's not going to work. With Mac Weldon, you do not have that problem. Premium fabrics, Jerry. Uh, premium look. They have this technology where if you sweat, it doesn't stink. <laughs> I've heard. Underwear, socks, hoodies, T-shirts, boxer briefs, regular briefs, regular boxers. Stop me when you've heard all of the underwear options. First of all, the boxer briefs are the best one. I know, it's, I know one. it's subjective. They are the best one, and Mack Weldon has the best boxer briefs in the business. And check this out. Mack Weldon wants you to be very happy with their, your underwear purchase. So if you buy a pair of underwear and you don't like it, you simply keep it, and Mack Weldon will refund you your money. Awesome. Do not send it back to them once it's touched your right. genitals, <laughs> they do not want it. And in fact, it's probably a health code violation. I would think it's pretty gross. So listen, you keep it and we'll give you your money back because that's not what's going to happen. You're going to try the one pair and you're going to want more of them. It's one of those gifts too, where even if someone has Mack Weldon like myself, I already have Mack Weldon. Right. So do I. But when you buy me more for Christmas, I'll be like, now I have more, less laundry to do. Yes. Like less often. You know what I'm saying? I, I know exactly what yep. you're saying. And by the way, let's not undersell them. They also got undershirts. They yes. got shirts. They got loungewear. They got sweats. All of it is fantastic. It's very comfortable. So whether you're shopping for a man with a bionic penis or someone with a regular penis, may I suggest Mack Weldon? And if you go to MacWeldon.com, you'll get 20% off using the promo code POSTGAME. Now, Jerry, do the math for me. If I spend $100, what is 20% off? Uh, $20. Right. Yeah. Which would make that 100 minus 20. 80. $80. Yeah. Exactly, Jerry. That's called a bargain. That is a bargain. MacWeldon.com, promo code postgame. I take you now, Jerry, to St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, are we going? Uh, no, no. I, 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 I mean, right no, no, no. I mean, uh, take you to like a story. I think it's like 75 degrees there today. Take you to when a do we leave? Take you to a story there oh, so you're in St. Petersburg, teased. Florida. That's a tease. Uh, that's a tease. That's crappy. A woman was awoken in her bedroom at uh, 3.30 a.m. on November 20th and noticed a, a figure of a man in her home. She was very nervous. That's scary. Very scary. Uh, she flipped the light on and the man was petting her cat. That's not a euphemism for a Anything. sexual act. Right. He was literally broke into the apartment to pet her cat. Oh, hold on. That was the reason he broke yes. in? Yes. It he, wasn't he broke in, saw the cat, started petting the cat. No. He broke in to pet the cat. Wow, how freaky. He fled the scene when uh, the woman woke up and turned the light on, but he left his fingerprints on one of the doors. I know this is a very small it. piece of society, but it is amazing how just strange some people yes. are. Very strange. Do I don't know. That is bizarre. Mm-hmm. He was charged with burglary. 
Have you ever found yourself uh, in someone's apartment stroking their cat? I have not. I'm not a big cat guy. I was not either until I was given one. So you were given one. Ba- and now you forced to take one, and you she was great. You still have one? Uh, no, she died. Now we have two new ones. But you have two cats. We've discussed this, yes. Right, so cats. I'm just saying, I, so you wouldn't break in because you have your own cats. Why yes. would you break into someone's house to pet their cat? I would not. You wouldn't? No. But perhaps if you didn't have these two cats and you were distraught from your first cat's death, possibly you would break into someone's home to pet their cat. Right. Do you think he used his whole hand to pet the pussy cat? I do. I bet this guy was all up in it going, who's a good boy? <laughs> that probably is what woke the woman up. Right. If he would have just shut up right. and pet the cat, he would have been fine. I wonder what the cat, because cats are smart. You have a cat, you said. Yes. How many cats do you have? Uh, two. Two of them. If you weren't listening and one died. So you have one cat. Well, no, 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 no. After our, our wonderful cat died, we got two new ones. Two new ones. Yeah. Okay. They're not really new anymore. We've had them for over a year number now. Of, yeah, number of uh, years. Yeah, and the one's big. Do you, uh, so cats are smart, I, I was saying. So do you think the cat was like, who is this guy? Yeah, but cats are also selfish. If the cat's going to get pet, it's your new best friend. Like, I don't know who this guy is, but... He is petting me. He looks friendly. So I'll take it. Yeah. And this is going on in uh, England. What weird topics today. Yes. You've chosen weird ones. This is going on in England. Do you know there's still such a thing as webcam girls? Okay. Where, yeah, I mean, where, sure. Where you would uh, pay on a website to look at uh, women like doing things, uh, taking off their clothes and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, what one does that o- go for? Would you say? I, I, they have no idea if they char- they must charge you by the by minute. the minute. I would think so. So I believe it's a one on one situation. Okay. So what's happening is uh, these men that are signing up for these services over there in England, uh, after they get comfortable, they they tend to uh, webcam with the same woman. So what the woman then tries to do is to get you to turn on your webcam and take your clothes off, like. After a while, you build trust, and when she says, sure. hey, why don't you take your pants down? No, oh, this is not going to end well. Uh, well, as soon as the guys do that, the women then say, I have you on tape now. Oh, pulling your blackmailing pants down, them? Blackmailing them, Jerry. Wow. Yep. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Is, is this how they put this in this? Is this why they uh, go to Amazon and register? We did that story once, remember? Just uh, women in general like to reg- they have Amazon wish lists. Hot chicks make Amazon wish lists in yes. hopes that random dudes buy them stuff, and it works. And it does. I'm sure it does work. And I've we've talked about this before. I follow the Sapphire Club mm-hmm. because they came in with their girls one time. I follow. You know, they followed me. I follow whatever. We'll follow them back because they follow, were talking right? about Boomer and Carton and everything, and it was sure. kind of cool. And you got the Boomer and Carton room or something there, whatever yes. that is, the VIP room. So they don't tweet a lot, but I would say once a day they put something out there. Hey, look who's coming tonight. Mm-hmm. And so no lie, once in a while you're like, all right, who's this? You click on her because they always put the picture like she's really attractive. And it'll take you to their Twitter page. Right. And the individual a dancers. lot of them, it will say Amazon gift registry. Yes. And I said, I think of you every time because you, you had that story about a year ago. I couldn't believe it. It's, I mean, it is there. Right. And it's not there if no one's buying them stuff. Yes. And I'll say what I said a year ago. I'll say it again. What kind of loser are you to send a girl you don't know just stuff out of the... Why? Do you think she's going to say, what a sweet guy? Maybe I should go give him a... uh -uh." 
right? Yes, I think that's what they. You think. really think they're that they dumb? They must. Oh, I don't that's know. Desperate man, come on! Bunch of sad sacks. And if you guys out there are listening and you've done this, look yourself in the mirror. Come yeah. on, guys. And then also direct message me as to what your experience oh, was like. It. I'd be fascinated by that. Stop it. Come on. Because no one would want to admit that, but I'd love to know what goes on. Ugh. I'm thinking of starting. I'm not a hot chick. So I'm not going to. I'm glad you realized that. I'm not going to start an Amazon gift list I think we'll have to or wish list. I'm sorry. that. But I was thinking of starting an Omaha Steaks wish list. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like what various meat products from Omaha Steak would I like someone to send me? You like meat? I do like meat. I'm thinking I want the family gift pack, and I'm going to register for that. The good news is if you're buying that for me, Jerry, as a gift, only $49.99. I'm not buying it for you. That's a price point under $50. It is. For I'm getting my uncle, actually. Now, here's what I'm looking to get, though, on my Omaha Steaks wish list, Jerry. The Go. family gift pack, two filet mignons. Two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops. Boneless. Four boneless chicken breasts. Four kielbasa sausages. Shut up. <laughs> no, that's on there. No, I know that. I'm waiting for your snarky little comment. Oh, I don't have oh, any like The sausage king. Ah, ha, ha. Four burgers, right. Jerry. I'm still going. This is all in the same same package. Yes. 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs. Which I had last night. That's now become my favorite. Four potatoes all gratin. Four caramel apple tartlets, a pack of Omaha steak seasoning. Plus, oh, wait, there's more. There's more. Get four additional kielbasa sausage for free. Because you zip like it, the- Al. <laughs> Just zip it. I've had enough of people hit me on Twitter. Hey, sausage king, what do you think about this? <laughs> F off, dude. <laughs> so this is all you have to do. You go to omahasteaks.com. You enter the code post. P O S T. Post. Is that how you spell it? You put that in the search bar <laughs> and then add the family gift pack to your cart and you're going to get 77% off, knocking that bad boy down to forty nine ninety nine. Now, you said you're getting this for your aunt and uncle? I am, yes. They like Kilbaz. You okay over there? <laughs> I mean, you said you're getting it for your aunt and uncle too. That's true. Do they? They do. They love Kilbaz. Right. And all the other meats you on jackass. there. There's a lot of different meats. Oh, right now is bright red. He's killing himself. I got to go. Okay, Jerry. Uh, yeah, com. Enter uh, code POST. Warm up now, and then we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, soon. It's the Boomer and Carton Warm-Up Show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Oh, nice to have you with us on a Tuesday morning after a disgrace of a football game last night at MetLife Stadium. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, I see the... uh, brutal. In fact, the sports center, when I get up in the morning at 2 a.m., didn't even want to do the highlights. They said, you know what? Tough one. Let's focus on NBA basketball, because uh, unless you're, you're in this area and caring somewhat about the Jets... That was a brutal game to watch. Yep. Uh, by the time the Bryce Petty got put in in the third quarter, he comes into a game down thirty-one to three. Yeah. Good luck. What is he supposed to do? And by the way, should have been a lot worse because the kid fumbles the football going into the end zone at the end of the second quarter. They gave the Jets the ball back so they could take the knee. So it was twenty-four-three at halftime. Should have been thirty-one-three at halftime. The Colts come out and score to make it thirty. I mean. 
Uh, well, I don't know that when you put Petty into the game, I don't think you're putting him in thinking you're going to come back and win. I think now it's, all right, let's kind of move on. But even at that point, what do you want him to show you? Not only is, is he down 31-3, and as uh, people were saying, he the Colts are going to somewhat prevent defense, sure. somewhat. So you, the guy can't throw deep because there's going to be multiple guys covering his receivers, right? Though they tried. Though they tried, And Robbie yes. Anderson dropped what should have been about a 50-yard catch. So not only does he get into a game where his team has already quit on them that game or maybe didn't even show up, but now they go, oh, now he'll start the next four games yes. with a team around him that does not care anymore. Well, let's get to a couple of these clips. All right, short. Jerry. Let's play some. First, Todd Bull's initial reaction after losing 41-10. to 10. I thought they kicked our ass. I don't think we had a lot of effort. I don't see the film. I'm sure there were some people that showed effort, but for the most part, we got our ass kicked. Now, this would be right up Craig's alley. The, ne- the next question was, so how troubling was it to get your ass kicked? <laughs> How'd that feel? It's very troubling when you get your ass kicked. <laughs> right. I mean, that's oh, I basically see. the answer. Uh, and then he talks about what you're discussing about Petty. He says this was the plan for Petty uh, starting next week. Well, the plan was for us to start in the last four games anyway, so we just started a half early. Ah, but what if things went well and you were 4-8 and eight and you won the game? We could have won 45 nothing. He was going to start the last four games. Interesting. I it, mean, we had not heard that anywhere. And I, if that's the case, I guess good for him for keeping it to him himself but i don't believe that in what dream scenario were the jets well, beating anyone 45 nothing by the way i think the 49ers are a favorite next week <laughs> see i mean they're talking about another game My, who's going to know. watch now a jet die, fans might watch die hard jet fans because we want to see fans. bryce petty that's it but really is anyone the red zone's never going to go to that when they're in the game. red zone they will the, because there's still fantasy points you gotta remember what that channel's for that channel is basically for fantasy football. Who scores, who gets the points, who's doing what. So believe it or not, just like if the Titans are playing the Jaguars, we will see it. And also, yeah. it's a 4 o'clock game, and there's never that oh, many 4 o'clock that's true games. too. There's and, only usually a handful. And I think that starts at 4.05, so we're going to get a healthy dose of that because it'll be the only game for about 20 minutes. Except for the fact that most of these 1 o'clock games go until 4.15, 4.20 now, so you the might get shut out from 10 it. 10 minutes, and then the, when they'll go to half sooner. I, I love when the um, red zone guy has to sort of somewhat apologize and go, uh, all of the other games are in commercial. We're going to go to Jets and Niners. <laughs> Jets are on you. their own three punching, <laughs> yeah. but Whatever. Yes. By the way, speaking of punting, how about McAfee yesterday? He takes that skip snap and then is able, the Colts are able to down it inside the five, and he's doing the jig on the, on the yeah. field. The punter was dancing in your faces. Yeah, this was bad last night. And a lot, here, listen to Muhammad Wilkerson, who he said all the right things after the game, but this is one talking about the effort the Jets gave. Listen to this and tell me if this isn't a damning quote. We got to make sure we go out there and, and, and play, you know, uh, to the end of the, you know, to the end of the game and. You know, uh, we're not we not getting that from everybody. Eesh, that's rough. I would have followed that up with, who are you not getting it from? <laughs> well, what sure, do you think about that I'm reporting? Sure they, I'm sure they did, <laughs> and I'm sure he's not going to point fingers and name names. Those first two drives when the Colts went up 7 nothing and 14 yeah. nothing, there there was no one even around no. their receivers. It literally, it looked, like, it looked like a video game where someone died on the field, yes. and this guy's wide open with nobody in the screen. It was bad. It really. How about the one touchdown? I mean, then the Jets are yelling at one another in the end zone. Hey, dummy! Someone cover the open guy at the five yard line. This was about as bad a game as I can remember in a long time. And the thing you're talking about with Petty, I think if you're a Jet fan, I don't listen. 
whether it's a prevent defense, whether they're blitzing, whatever they're doing, you just wanted to see some progress. And he made some good throws last night. And I mentioned the one drop by Anderson, which was 40 or 50 yards down the field. He, I think it was Anderson as well. There was a second down throw where Petty hits him for 12 yards and a first down. It hits him right in the chest and he drops it. So I know he got the touchdown, but you know that's what you want to see, though. Good throws. Show me something that you can put together a drive and get down the field and put up points. But this Petty's got to pull this team aside during the week or before the Niner game and go, listen, I need to show this organization something. You guys have to be with me here. Well, how about some professional pride? Yes. I don't think it's up to Bryce Petty to have to pull this team together and say, guys, I need you to play. How about you play because you're a pro? Is that fair? I would hire a motivational speaker to come in this week. They better do something because if they go put up a stinker in San Francisco, I mean, I've never believed anybody should be fired in two years, especially not a coach that won 10 games last year and he's had a bad season this year for a lot of different reasons. The offensive line ain't very good. Fitzpatrick hasn't been good. Whatever you want to call it. Wilkerson hasn't been good. Fine. Now you look at the back pages of the papers – it's get this bum out of here. Last year it was, hey, look at Bowles doing a nice job. Now he stinks. Yeah, both papers are calling for his firing you right on the back page. You how many coaches the Jets have had in the last 12 or 13 years? I mean, yes. it's absurd. Same as quarterbacks. And this is the same franchise that when they were 8-3 and three with Brett Favre as quarterback, we're discussing a possible contract extension for Eric Mangini. Favre hurts his shoulder, stinks the rest of the year. Mangini gets fired. They blow the whole thing up. Like, you got to have some... Sick with one guy. Make a decision. And the uh, vice president-to-be was in the house last night. Why would you invite a, the new vice president or president to because come watch Woody that Johnson, disaster? Well, because Woody Johnson, he still owns the team. And I he would, wants to be the ambassador to, to the U.K. So take him to Johnson & Johnson. Show him the Q-tips. <laughs> no, no, Something good. Here's where the, here's where the, uh, toughen him up, Al. Make him you know, ready for those awful situations that right. he has to deal with. Yeah, I don't know that bringing him to Johnson & Johnson is all that exciting. Here's where we make the cotton balls. Everyone loves cotton balls. Although, I guess, based on what we saw last night, it was probably better than that. Yes. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, the Giants yesterday, Ben Mack do spoke yesterday in a conference call, and we actually have audio of it this morning, and it does not sound like he's on the moon. All right. It's almost crystal clear. Kim Jones had the best questions. I think her one was something along the lines of, since week seven, uh, you've got the 30th ranked offense in the league. Why are you not even mediocre <laughs> at right, this like, point? The only teams worse than the Giants offensively are the Browns, who haven't and won. Let me get I'm going to say the Rams. And the Rams. Is that true? Yes. I mean, isn't that something? And then the Giants, who are a legit playoff team. So yeah. the, does that mean the Jets are better? Yes. Yes. Oh it my does. God. That's is, right. And again, since week seven, I believe. I don't week think that's se- uh, last year. six weeks. Right. Of, that's of, not right. all season. It's the since week seven. Uh, they have not better teams better than them. Not many of them. So anyway, so he answered the questions as you would. He, he talked about Beckham and the officials and all that and. Uh, they're sending in footage to the league. Yeah, if I was the league, reviewed. I'd go right back and go, no penalties. Well, no, this happens a lot, actually. In the NFL and in college football, every every week, if you are disgusted by some calls, you send them in for a review. And you've seen this, where sometimes the league will issue an apology. Yeah, I like Yeah, those. we missed that one. Well, yeah, great. my bad. We that's a dollar not, gets us a dollar. Right. Uh, and Odell Beckham says he doesn't want that officiating crew calling giant games well, that is Well, that's the same crew that did the Panther game last I year believe with, so. with uh, yes. Norman. So there's a little bit of a history. He didn't like the way it was officiated Sunday. And by the way, he was right in a lot of cases. If I'm Sunday. the NFL, I would make sure that team is uh, covering the Giants every, every week. week. Boy, you're like, such a pain in the ass. Guys, Joe. the next four weeks, you've, you're on the Giants. You're with Craig too much. You just like chaos. <laughs> no, I just don't like guys. This is going to sound weird. No, I don't no like, go for it. I don't like guys complaining. <laughs> <laughs> 
So when someone complains, when there's being a uh, a sore loser, if you will, I like to, you know, Haven't keep you become going. very popular on Yelp for your complaints? My complaining reviews? Yeah. Oh, wait. Hello, Kettle. This is Pot. You are black. That is you. Because I do like to complain. I mean, you're calling, you're tweeting news agencies about stories That's you don't true. like. You go on Yelp with the restaurant reviews. Right. You, I mean, you're and, a pain in the ass. And if he had the email of uh, one of the other people who work in the building, he was going to uh, email him and said, you parked yes. terribly. You took up two spots outside. Yep. A guy from CBS 880, who I, I don't know his name. Good. He, he parked poorly in the front, taking up two spots in New York, which are very valuable. And uh, Did I, you get a spot? I did. Why do you care then? Because he parks every day. So if I don't, what? If I don't put an end to this today, Jerry, this will continue. <laughs> if you don't put an end to <laughs> That's it. Right. And Al could be impacted next time. Right. And then there's oh, trouble. Then what? What if it affects Go find me? another spot and shut up. This is the problem with the world. I was going to leave a note on his windshield. Oh, that'd be great. And say Jerry Reck. I was going to write. Windshield. Right, you blame Jerry Recco sometimes right. parks here. God almighty. Uh, Boomer and Carton coming up in a couple of minutes on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. Well, good morning. If you're just joining us uh, and you stayed up for the Jet game last night, I'm sorry. Uh, Colts beat the Jets bad. 41-10 to 10 after the game. Todd Bowles said the team got their ass kicked 17 times in 17 different ways. Quickly, uh, the Warriors beat the Pacers last night, 142-106. to 106. Clay Thompson had 60. If I had to ask you quickly, in a 48-minute game, how many minutes he played? I would say all 48 minutes. 29. He played so, 29 minutes and hit for 60 well, points. Well, 40 at the end of the first half. I was so why didn't they play the him the whole time? He was well, Because they were up by 100 points. Yeah, I mean, you you got to go yeah, for the you're record. Not gonna, you're not going to do that. He was 21 of 33 shooting. Also, Russell Westbrook had another triple-double, his sixth in a row, uh, as the Thunder beat the Hawks, 102-99. One quickie uh, coming out of the quickie. base. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it 6 o'clock yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the baseball winter meetings. Did you see the story in the USA Today? And I know we've discussed this before about Bryce Harper, but it's out there again that when he becomes a free agent, oh, by the way, not after this year, but after next year, he's anticipating, expecting, or wanting, whatever word you want to use, 10 years and $400 million. Now, he just came off one of the worst seasons of his career. Shut up. We call this a contract year, though, right, Boom? No, it's be, not. Uh, no, it's not. Not a chance at hell. Oh, I'm giving it's him. But it's not a contract year. He's not a free agent until after I, 18. Oh, I he's see. He's going to try to, you know, renegotiate and everything else. I, at the end of the day, I am not doing that. I don't give a damn how good he is. I'm not. I'm, I'm doing what I, what I did with Cespedes. I'll do that, but I'm not doing 10 years. There's and no also, Aroldis Chapman won six years. Cubs not interested. And the Yankees are, but not in six years. Yeah, so right. his market These players uh, is better shrinking wake up, as man. Right, exactly right. And Sandy Alderson did say that uh, David Wright is the starting third baseman. Waiting for the laughter from Craig. Nope, Until he gets yet. injured. All right, Boomer and Carton coming injured. up right, right okay. now on the fan. It's a football Tuesday on the fan.